it yet, Jim? I think you guys know it. It's good to be back with you again. My name is David Mitchell. As you can tell from my accent, I'm from Calder Crooks, but originally, originally from Canada. There's still a bit of Canadian in there. And uh, it's, it's a privilege for me and my family to, to join you again this Sunday. I want to read from God's Word, and then I'll share. This is from Romans chapter 10, a few verses from verse 9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the word of God. I want to just say how encouraged I am to see all the kids here and uh, to see the church uh, resourcing those kids. That, that was a, a significant commitment to buy all those books and to put them into the hands of all, all of you guys. I hope that you'll read your books and you'll, you'll read your Bibles and you'll, you'll, you'll grow in your faith. And I, I am sure that, that you would say what we would say in, in the church we're part of in Connect Church, um, where we serve in Kirkcaldy, and also in our church back in Canada. We would talk about how important children's ministry is, how we love our kids. We are so grateful for our kids' leaders. And we recognize that church is not the number one um, place where kids are discipled. That the number one place where kids are discipled, uh, an ideal situation, is in our homes. Whether it's moms or dads, grannies or grandmas, carers. That God has given us as parents that task to, to teach our kids his ways. To read the word with him. To teach them how to pray. To, 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 to model Jesus to them. And if, if you know, Sunday school is often, it's, it's well-planned, it's programmed, it's, it's often quite polished. Everything always goes well, right? Well, maybe not quite. But, but it's, there's that. But home, home is, if, if it's like my home, it's often just rather chaotic. It, it, most of the times, it's quite evident that not only the children, but the parents are sinners. And we all need Jesus, and we all need grace. And together we go to Him. And so I just want to especially bless both the, the Sunday school team and the moms and dads and other carers, that you've got an important task raising the next generation. And may you know the blessing and the favor of God and see everything that you pray and dream happen in the lives of, of the next generation. Now, speaking of the next generation, I've brought a friend with me. He's in the bag. His name is Bill. And he usually comes on invitation. If you, if you all, on the count of three... If you can say together, come on out, Bill, I'm pretty sure he's going he's gonna to come and join us for this, uh, this Sunday service. I just got to see if he's ready. Are you ready, Bill? Just about. Oh, oh, hang on. He's having a bit of a wardrobe issue here. Hang on. All right. Okay. Yep. I got on the count. One. You can say, come on out, Bill, okay? One, two, three. Come on out, Bill. Hi, everybody. Wow, this is a really cool church. I know. This is called Airdrie Baptist Church, Bill. I don't think I've ever been here before. I, I don't know if you have either, but I see all the kids and the moms and dads and grandies and grandpas. And that, that guy over there is Jim. Hi, Jim. Hello. And 
Well, we're just we're glad you're here. The kids have just got their prizes for Sunday school. It reminds me of when I was a kid in, in Sunday school, and I, I had some incredible teachers, and uh, just you kids are really blessed. Can I can I read your book? Uh, not now, Bill. Uh, maybe another time. But have you guys ever met Bill before? Is this the first time for you too? It's the first time for all of us. Well, Bill, we're glad you're here. What's been going on in, in Bill's world? Well, actually, I've been wanting to talk to you uh, about something that's been bothering me. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Bill. Yeah, I, I had a bad dream last night. Oh, I had a bad... Kids, you ever have a bad dream? Yeah. I, I can remember bad dreams. Uh, sometimes I still have bad dreams, actually. Well, what was your bad dream, Bill? Well, my bad dream... Uh, I, was, I was in a restaurant in Airdrie eating a hamburger. That doesn't sound so bad. No, it was really good, actually. Uh, uh, what happened? Well, I got food poisoning. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Shame. And I, I went to the hospital, and I, I thought I was going to die. And, and then I woke up. But you know what I realized? What did you realize? I didn't know if I died, where was I going to go? Would I go up there or down there? Well, Bill, I can understand that kind of fear. Uh, it, it's an important question. It's, it's the biggest actual question in your life is, where am I going to spend forever? So good for you that you're thinking about those things, but why were you afraid, Bill? Well, you know, I love Jesus and I want to follow him, but sometimes I do the wrong thing. Sometimes Bill does the wrong thing. Kids, are you surprised? No. 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 Well, like, like, like that time that I, um, I dropped the guinea pig on its head on purpose to see if it would bounce. Did it bounce? Not really. Sometimes I, I don't listen to my mom and dad. I'm, sometimes I, I call my sister really bad names I can't even say out loud. Bill. Well, thanks for your honesty. Uh, so, so how does this affect you? Well, well, I wonder, if I do stuff like that, am I really a Christian? Well, Bill, that's a great question. Like, I'm, I'm just not sure if I'm good enough. I know... God loves me, but am I good enough at loving him? Wow. Deep stuff for, for a puppet, don't you think? <laughs> Are you good enough at loving him? Well, Bill, you know, this reminds me of when I was quite young. And I actually used to worry whether I was going to heaven or, or hell, too. You did? I, I did. And, you know, it, it took quite a while. It was quite a few years. And until I, I, read, I read this verse in the Bible. In fact, it's one that I just read not long ago in the service, Bill. Let me, let me look it up. It's in Romans chapter 10. Romans is a letter written by a missionary called Paul to a church in Rome. And it's, it's one of the best descriptions of God's plan to rescue us and give us life and hope in, in the whole Bible, the book of Romans. And it says this, Romans 10 verse 13, For everyone... ...who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So now, now Bill, take a look at that. Who is, who is that for? Everyone? <laughs> yeah, everyone. That's right. So who does that include? 
Is this a trick question? No, no. Everyone. Everyone, that's right. Is that, does that mean you? I guess so. Yeah, everyone. Who, now, what does it say though, everyone has to do? Everyone who is good enough? No. Everyone who go, loves God perfectly? No. Everyone who doesn't drop their guinea pig on its head? No, it doesn't say that either. No, everyone, what does it say? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. That's right. Help me understand. Okay, so, so Bill, the Lord Jesus Christ is God's son. And God knew that we would all fail in the ways maybe you've described, in the ways that kids do ever do things that are wrong. Ever? <laughs> Older people? Grown-up people? Do you ever do things that you know are wrong? And, and when we, 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 are, we do things that are wrong by choice, but also by nature. There's something twisted inside of us that needs to be healed and forgiven and changed. And God sent his son Jesus to come and to live the perfect life we couldn't live. And to die in our place, a righteous person, for unrighteous people. Like everyone here and you and me. And to rise again so that God could say to you and to everyone here, if you call on the name of Jesus, I will save you from your sin. If you call on him, if you ask him, if you trust in him and invite him to be Lord, invite him to be Savior, he will do that. Really? Yes. And Bill, it's really simple, isn't it? It is really simple. Isn't it simple? And when I discovered how simple it is, that I didn't have to work my way up to be good enough. I just asked God one night. I said, God, if this is true, if you're real, I, wanna, I want to call on you. I want to know salvation. And what happened? Well, I used to carry this fear with me. But at that moment, when I, when I called on God and invited him to save me, the fear lifted off of me. And, and I literally began to know God's presence with me in my life. Wow, that's really amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Well, you're welcome, Bill. Hey, wait a minute. If it doesn't matter how good I am, then does it just not matter how good I am? Like, can I just do whatever I want? Can I just go home and beat up my sister if I feel like it? Well, Bill. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Yeah, okay. Well, what do you think, kids? Should Bill just go and do whatever he wants because God forgives him through Jesus, not through what he does? I'm seeing some heads shake. You guys don't think so? Bill, good question. And you know what? You're not the first person to ask this question. I'm not? No. No. Uh, let, let me read to you. See, here's the thing. When, see, when you invite Jesus to come into your life, do you know what he does? Is this a trick question? No. He, he comes into your life, right? That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. And so when somebody who is, who is really, really good who is really, really holy and righteous, comes and lives inside of you, and his heart is joined to your heart. Guess what happens inside of you? Your hair goes on fire? No. <laughs> Bill, think a little harder. Somebody who's really, really good and righteous comes and his heart is joined to your heart. What do you think happens? Maybe I wouldn't want to go home and beat up my sister. Right. You start to want to do good things. Exactly. Exactly. 
You start to want to do good things because somebody good lives in you and he's changing you. And it says that in Philippians chapter, chapter 2, verses, uh, verse 12 and 13. It says, therefore, my dear friends, this again is Paul writing to another church. He says, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling... For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Can I read that again? Yes, please. So it says here, just the last verse. It is God who works in you to will, that means what you want to do, and to act, that's what you actually do, in order to fulfill his good purpose. So God is if you receive the Lord Jesus into your life, God is inside of you, giving you his desires, giving you his ability to do the things that we didn't used to find natural. That's pretty good. Well, I think that explains why, I, you know, I actually do want to do the right thing. I actually do want to please my parents and um, even be nice to my sister sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah, and, and that's why, like, when I grow up, I want to make a difference with my life. I don't just want to live for money in the house and just me, me, me. Oh, well, that's, that's important, Bill. That's, see, God's given you a heart to serve him. God's called us into his mission. And that's what life is about. And, and, and he wants to make us like Jesus. He saved us, not so we'd stay as we are, but so we could be like Jesus. Can I tell you something, Bill? Sometimes... In the history of the church, we have thought, yeah, well, if I'm saved, it doesn't matter what I do. Um, or sometimes we've said, you know, I, I like this bit of the Bible, but there's other bits. Some of them say really hard things that we're supposed to do. Well, yeah, some of them are really hard. And, but, you know, we can't, like, snip out the bits of the Bible we don't like uh, and say, well, that, that's just for super Christians, and I'm just going to do the bits that are for normal, ordinary Christians. No, it's, it's all for all of us. We all have the same Holy Spirit in us. So what you can do and what you can do, what you can do in obeying God is just the same for everybody because you've got the same Lord who saved you from sin and who lives inside of you. And Bill, you know something? Are you going to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> Bill, when you go home tonight, when you go to sleep, you don't need to be afraid, do you? No, I don't. In fact, I already realized that. I'm looking forward to going to sleep now. I think I might have some good dreams. You might have some good dreams. Because, because why? Because I know that I'm not saved because of the good things I do, but because of Jesus. And that really makes me want to love him and live for him too. Exactly. Bill, I think you've helped us all today, and I think we're going to say goodbye. And I'll, I'll say a few more words to everybody, and we'll pray together. But thank you for coming, and... Thanks for sharing a bit of your life with us, and thanks for being fuzzy. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Everybody say goodbye to Bill. Bye. All right. Okay, Bill. Bill's, Bill's a, little, uh, a little unpredictable sometimes, but he's, he's very real. And I, I want to say to everyone here, you know, you need to know what Bill needed to know. You need to know whether you're going up there or down there. And, and you need to know that it's not about, well, am I good enough today that if I died, I, I would know I'm going to heaven. 
You know, that's a question I, I like to ask people is if, if you died tonight, do you know for sure that you're going to heaven? I can think of two people on Wednesday and knocked on their doors and, and just was able to have a spiritual conversation with them and, and ask them that question. Both of them go to church. Both of them don't know if they're going to heaven. Going to church doesn't make you a person who's going to heaven. It doesn't make you sure. What, what makes you a person who's going to heaven is if you have the Lord Jesus in your heart. And what makes you sure is if you understand how simple and how free and how perfect his promise is to you. And as, as we read, I want to share that scripture with you again. It's, it's one of many promises that all point to the same truth. Everyone, it says in that promise, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And I bet that today there's somebody here who needs to call on the name of the Lord. Somebody who needs to say, Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm not getting to heaven if it depends on me. That I need you. I need your forgiveness. I need your blood that was shed for me. I need your resurrection life in me. And I'm calling on you today to come and to live in me, to make me a new person from the inside, to come and be my Savior and be my Lord. Do you need to pray that prayer? Do you need to invite him to save you? There's no better day than today. The Bible says now is the appointed time. Today is the day of salvation. And kids, can I tell you something? There's no better age to invite Jesus in, into your life than the age you are right now. And it's the same for you grown-ups. Whatever stage you are, this is the time. And, and so I want to lead you in a prayer. I, I want to lead a prayer of, of salvation. And I want to lead a prayer of, of assurance, of trusting in that. And I, I would just invite everyone to bow our heads and to close their eyes. And if you want to respond to Jesus, to do that in your heart. And to make sure to tell your mom or dad, uh, a Sunday school teacher or a good friend after. So they can help you to grow. All right. If you want to pray, you could just repeat this prayer in your heart after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I know that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I cannot get to heaven on my own. I can only do it through you. I thank you for this promise that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I thank you this is true because you died for my sin and you paid for it all. I thank you this is true because you rose from the dead to overcome death and to give us life. And right now I invite you to come into my heart I invite you, I ask you to forgive me everything, past, present, and future. I am trusting in you and you alone. Make me a new person and help me to live like you. In Jesus' name. If anyone prayed that prayer right now, I want to say congratulations. The angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. They're having a party because you, you crossed that line of faith. Make sure to tell uh, someone, whether it's uh, your mom or dad, uh, a teacher or a good friend, or you could you tell myself I'd love to celebrate with you and, and encourage you in your next steps because that's the beginning of a life lived with God and for God. If anyone struggled to be sure of their salvation, I want to pray with you too, so could we bow our heads together once more? And if, if you've trusted Jesus, uh, but you, you haven't known the peace of God, we just want to bring God into that right now. Lord, thank you that when you promised us eternal life, you weren't joking, you weren't messing with us. And thank you that grace really is complete and free. And it does not depend on one thing that we do. 
And so for anyone here who's struggling, I just invite you to, to repeat this prayer in your heart. Lord Jesus, I thank you that your death for me was enough to pay for all of my sin, to cleanse all of my guilt, to remove all of my shame and regret. I am sorry for thinking there was something I could do to add to what you did for me. I thank you that you have already paid for everything. And I'm putting my trust in that today. I'm believing your promise. And I thank you that I have the assurance from your word that I belong to you. And fill my heart with the love of God, with the presence of your spirit. And help me to live out this faith boldly. Because I love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer today, again, I would encourage you to find someone you trust who would understand, who you can share that with. They can celebrate that step of faith and help you to grow. We need one another in the body of Christ. And I'm going to finish now. I'm going to hand it back over to Jim to close the service. But thank you, kids, so much for listening so well. I think the moms and dads also listened quite well. Do you think so, kids? So and thank you very much. God bless you today.